0: Welcome to Basically Tall Tales, the collaborative short story podcast featuring tales you can basically call tall. My name's Todd.
1: I'm Jared. And I'm Adam.
0: Each week, one of our writers will write one-third of a story before handing it off to the next writer to either continue or finish. The first writer will get to choose whatever genre they want to write in, and the other two will just have to deal with it. Today we have a story by me, Todd, with the second part of a story... Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe for more stories each week because we're always writing more comedy stories and your social media interaction keeps us going. Without further ado, here we go. turned vampire, stood in his doorway, soaked in the blood of the vampire hunters. He smiled to himself, happy with his new super strength, and with the satisfaction of a job well done. That got a bit out of hand, Eddie said to Anne, the beautiful female vampire who had turned him earlier that day.
2: I just explained, Anne (laughs)
0: said, attempting to control her anger.
2: Not two minutes ago, about how you're supposed to try to control your anger.
0: Well, now what? You got, like, vampire cleaners to clean up all the guys you kill? He pointed to the pile of bodies outside his door. And gasped.
2: (gasps) No! What kind of John Vick vampire organization do you think we're running? I don't know.
0: I'm new at this. Pretty much all you've told me is that I have super strength and can eat garlic and get irritable. I'm gonna go wash my hands. And clothes. And everything. I am soaked in blood, Eddie said, heading off to his bathroom where the washer and dryer are.
2: You can't just leave bodies in front of your house. Maybe no one will notice.
0: Eddie called back from the bathroom, already nude. (laughs) While Eddie showered, Anne was left to deal with the mess. She had never killed anyone before, but had heard of some efficient ways to dispose of bodies of those that were accidentally overly drained of blood, or those with pre-existing conditions that hadn't been properly scouted before attempting the vampire magic conversion. Barrels of acid and pigs starved for several days actually would be effective methods of corpse disposal. But you can't easily buy that much acid without ending up on a watch list. And she didn't have time to starve any pigs. The really grisly method is eating the bodies yourself. Oh, God. (laughs) Being undead and super strong means you won't get sick from eating them, but it can't be pleasant. Human meat is fatty and greasy, especially this particular pile of human meat. These incels (laughs) playing vampire hunter. Anne lost her temper a little bit.
2: Did you think I could kill them myself if I wanted to? Who does that?
0: Perhaps startled by the sudden outburst, one of the neighbors poked their head out the door and called,
1: Hey, what's with Oliver racket? Oh, you got a dead incel in
0: your doorway. What? No! It can't be! Anne cried, shocked and angry.
1: Yes, it was. It was a dead incel.
0: It wasn't a dead incel.
1: "'Pal, I know dead incel when I see one,'
0: Anne's mind raced. But even with her super-accelerated vampire thought processes, she couldn't come (laughs) up with anything to say.
1: "'Hey, hey, there's another dead incel under that one. Oh my goodness. I've never seen so many dead incels in all my life.'
0: Eddie finally returned from his shower, looking like a gimp from The Matrix wearing all black with black shades and having dabbed some black Warhammer figure paint around his eyes. Do you need help cleaning up all those dead incels?
2: No, we are leaving.
0: Anne dropped the ankles of the dead incel and instinctively tried wiping its sweat off on her skirt.
2: (sighs) I am going to have to bring you before the vampire elder council. They will be able to relocate you and craft a new identity you will need to cut all ties with your former life. This will mean using a new name and never contacting anyone you've ever known as Eddie.
0: Yeah, okay. Eddie responded without hesitation, since he didn't get along particularly well with his family and didn't even like his friends. And they knew it, too. Like, his friends are always going out of their way to plan stuff and invite Eddie, but for some reason upon being invited anywhere... Eddie's brain instantly starts searching for excuses why he wouldn't be able to make it. Recently, Eddie had been making an effort to start saying yes to invites, and he found that it was fun and he was much happier than if he had been sitting at home naked doing nothing. But, if Anne was presenting an easy way out to never have to speak to any of his friends again, Eddie was sure as fuck gonna take it. Anne's plan... Was to take a train out of New York City to Toronto, the capital city of North American vampires. Anne didn't allow Eddie to pack any of his belongings, and he took great umbrage being denied any luggage. But Anne explained that it's incredibly rare for a vampire to be outed, let alone caught committing murder. Most fresh vampires are able to last about 100 years before anyone notices that they haven't aged and then become suspicious. (laughs) "'And that statistic is way old. "'It was a lot harder to just pick up and move 500 years ago.' "'500 years ago? Is that how old you are?' "'Eddie asked as Anne helped him get settled into his private room on the train.
2: "'Yes. I was originally turned by a vampiric conquistador in Peru,'
0: she confided. "'Damn. They got Spanish vampires, huh?'
2: "'Yes. Is that odd?'
0: I don't know. It's like, I always picture vampires being Italian.
2: What? Why Italian?
0: (laughs) Because vampires are sexy and Italian guys are sexy. Anne admitted that she could see that reasoning.
2: What about Dracula? He's from Transylvania.
0: I thought he was from Castlevania. What part of Italy is Transylvania in?
2: (laughs) I have my own private room as well, Anne said, getting up. You should prepare to meet with the vampire lords of the council. I'll see you in about eight hours.
0: Anne left the room looking a bit annoyed. Damn, vampires really do have problems controlling their temper, I guess. Eddie said, scratching his scruffy chin. She said I should prepare to meet the vampire lords. It would be pretty bad if I lost my temper in front of them. I don't know if they'd, like, kick me out of their vampire club or whatever. So I'm going to need to lower my stress, and there's only one way I know how to do that. (laughs) Eddie unbuckled his belt, dropped his pants, and kicked them off to the floor, and then removed his t-shirt and socks. (laughs) Yoga always helped Eddie relax. Yeah, yoga. Uh (laughs) (laughs) So did being nude. (laughs) They didn't allow people to do yoga naked at the gym he used to go to. He knew the answer was probably going to be no, but he had felt compelled to ask if it was okay. He had just gotten to a point where wearing clothes while exercising was uncomfortable, so when they told him he couldn't do his yoga class nude, he had to end his membership. It was a shame, too, because that had been one of the only places where Eddie actually interacted with other people. You know... Eddie thought to himself.
2: Maybe I could have
0: asked some of my friends from yoga class if they would be down to do naked yoga. I bet I could start my own business. Well, I guess I would if I weren't on the run for murdering all those incels and being a vampire. (laughs) Meh. Maybe when the vampire lords hook me up with a new identity, I'll look into doing that. I bet I could make it work. be better than my last job at the call center, anyway. Without even having started, Eddie was feeling pretty refreshed. He started with a Tadasana and held that for about a minute before moving on to Utkatasana and exhaling loudly. Usually, that one gave him a bit of trouble with his knees. Today, he felt really light. Next, he did a Adho Mukas Svanasana, Asana and then Halasana. Suddenly, and rudely interrupting Eddie's workout, a small swarm of bats flew through the open train window. The bats circled around Eddie, and with a puff of magic smoke, appeared a tall, slim, and pale man dressed in a black and red cape. He spoke to the nude yogi.
1: Child of Bodhi, I stand before you as the fourth pillar of Morbgoth. Mor- <laughs> that was
0: pretty good until Morbgoth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I stand before you as the fourth pillar of Morbgoth, the pillar of secrecy. My name in this life is Bob Epstein. Not that Epstein, no. (laughs) And you will. You are. Are you trying to suck your own dick? Do you want me to retake that last part? (laughs) No,
0: it's good. Eddie was still mid-pose, ass up, legs over his head, junk dangling in front of his face. No, this is Halasana, the plow. I was doing yoga. Look, I'm not even hard, so I definitely was not doing that. (laughs) The vampire lord turned his whole head so that he looked at the ceiling.
1: I will not look. We're vampires, not perverts. We suck blood only.
0: Come on, man, said Eddie as he stood up. I've read the vampire Lestat, and I know that's not true.
1: Lestat is not a real vampire.
0: Wow. Was not expecting a true Scotsman argument from one of the vampire lords. (laughs) Guess I know now what kind of club I'm getting myself into, said Eddie, shaking his head. (laughs)
1: You're not getting into our club. Good day.
0: Bob Epstein magically changed back into a bat swarm and flew out the window. (laughs) Confused and angry, Eddie put his clothes back on, slammed open the door to his room, and like a toddler calling for his mom, just began to scream, Anne! Anne! (laughs) Anne! Anne emerged from the room directly across from Eddie's and said with a scowl,
2: But! I'm right here! You
0: didn't tell me where you went. You didn't tell me a vampire lord was coming to my room. You didn't tell me
2: anything at all about being a vampire! I did! Anne replied, I told you to prepare for meeting with the vampire lords. I told you about wearing sunglasses and eating garlic and being killed by a (laughs) stake through the heart.
0: I know all that. But you didn't tell me the important stuff. Like, you didn't tell me vampires weren't cool. (laughs) Anne suddenly slapped Eddie across the face. Eddie slapped her back harder. Anne bared her fangs with a hiss and punched Eddie in the chest, launching him back into his room, where he crashed against the window, shattering it. In the blink of an eye, Eddie stood again and launched himself at Anne, pinning her under his legs. He unleashed a flurry of blows, punching her in her collarbone, neck, and face. The enraged vampiress threw off Eddie, and from her position on the floor, landed a shattering kick so powerful as to launch Eddie up through the roof of the car. She then leapt through the hole herself, and found Eddie standing with his fangs and claws out, ready to continue their fight. Eddie swung at Anne, and his claw-like nails tore at the flesh of her arm. Why did we take this stupid train? Eddie hissed. Why didn't you tell me we could turn into bats and fly to Toronto? (laughs) Anne responded with a front kick, digging her stiletto heel into Eddie's thigh.
2: You and I are not powerful enough. The vampire lords possess many unimaginable magics that we do not.
0: Turning into a bat is fucking basic vampire shit, Eddie screamed. You have been the most useless magical girl ever. You were supposed to turn my life around. Now I'm wanted for murder, and no one's gonna help me.
2: What the hell is a magical girl? Like,
0: (laughs) where a mysterious, beautiful, and powerful woman suddenly bursts into the life of a boring, vanilla protagonist and opens him up to a whole new world he didn't know existed and gives purpose to his life?
2: Why would anyone bother to do that?
0: I don't know. If not, then why did you turn me into a vampire? Well... Anne said shyly, retracting her claws.
2: I mean, you're always doing naked yoga and figure painting. And with that killer body of yours, I thought it would be a shame if you were to get old and and wrinkly. So I wanted to make you a vampire. Killer body? Eddie asked. Have
0: you been spying on me? No. Anne refuted.
2: I just happened to... You always leave your blinds up. It's not my fault.
0: That vampire lord earlier just said that no true vampires were perverts.
2: You really are the worst. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Eddie turned away from Anne. There, now I feel really bad. Eddie, I'm sorry I slapped you. You're right, I messed up. I can still help you, though.
0: No, fuck you. Eddie leapt from the speeding train, flashing a double middle finger. <laughs> To Ooh. be continued.
2: <laughs> I'm excited to write the immediate next scene of him splatting on the ground. <laughs>
0: I Wow, I didn't think that was what was going to happen, I'll admit. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> <sighs> Tune in next week for, for about that.
1: 10 <laughs> seconds of content. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Ooh. well so all the vampires cute. are closeted perverts and I'm really digging it <laughs> and I think there's a lot of a lot of material there that I can use in so far oh, yeah. as closeted perverts go I'll have to watch a few <laughs> vampire movies to get uh, a little bit more knowledgeable I have no idea who Lestat is no nope I guess um, I'm just a fucking pleb
0: the the Vampire Lestat, I I recommend it. It's a good read. It's the um, uh, it's uh part of the Vampire Chronicles after um, written after uh, Interview with the Vampire.
2: Oh, I've seen the movie mm-hmm. for Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: Interview with the Vampire is fucking yeah? great. I love that movie.
2: Well, then I get yeah yeah, yeah. those vampires are kind of pervy. Anyway, all I mean, vampires right. are
1: kind of pervy. It's a very <laughs> yeah. sexual. Mythology, like sucking the blood from the neck. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean,
0: okay. Is there another vampire really
1: anymore? Like,
0: to me, that's vampires. Yeah. I I didn't see Twilight. I know you watched it with my wife while
1: I was gone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You were at work.
0: Yeah. But, uh,
1: note (laughs) that we were all roommates at the time. It wasn't like I looked Tomo up and. Had her watch Twilight with me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I I liked the the Tom Cruise uh, interview with the Vampire, and then after that I read the Vampire Lestat.
2: Yeah, um, I
0: I don't think I ever read interview with the Vampire though.
1: I've neither read it nor seen that movie. But oh really? I, yeah, I I never really had all that much history with reading vampire stories or watching movies more. I've more watched movies and T V shows, specifically yeah. Buffy and all of the terrible, terrible vampire movies that get made every year. I yeah. love them.
0: Uh, no, there's but... there's no movie for the vampire listat. No, instead. no. Yeah. That one uh has lots as as many dicks in it as my <laughs> usual stories do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that one's not a
1: movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Not yet. Not yeah. yet. <laughs> Again, I haven't done a part one until this, and it's neat to hear the continuation of my story and what you picked from it too.
2: I love yeah. how Robert yeah. Epstein was a very uh, <laughs> what's the word? Maybe Bob. Maybe his name is just Bob. Yeah, um, oh, Bob. Uh. Bob Epstein is kind of a loser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like a... the, the little argument doesn't doesn't go, but like three lines. It's like like <laughs> not a real vampire. Wow, I'm not expecting a true Scotsman argument. You're not getting into my club. Yet. See ya. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> he's old. He makes he's snap judgments and then treats them like they're written in stone. I've seen uh. old people before. <laughs>
0: You'd think, being hundreds or thousands of years old, you could deal with seeing a naked dude.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but... Unless he's Catholic.
1: Maybe not. I don't know. They lived through the whole of the Dark Ages, and (laughs) maybe it really hit home the idea that homosexuality is evil, and therefore seeing another male body naked could be... Misconstrued as homosexual and therefore as evil.
0: <laughs> that is just that's just dumb, that's, Bruh, yeah.
2: I've got an idea for the story now. Not telling you though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean,
1: did I just explain your next story? <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm not going to tell you nothing. <laughs> Yo,
0: <laughs> listeners, go read Lestat to prepare for Adam's next story. <laughs> yeah, I it's going to be some similar themes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i was i was interested to hear uh jared what did you um what did you think was gonna happen like after the murder did you actually think about it at all like after he killed those incels
1: i uh, not too much because i didn't want to take my thoughts on what should or what i would have done into your sure. story and then be Conflating them in my own head, I had him as a little more passive, I think, in my head. But
2: okay.
1: it was <sighs> it was nice that he was changed by the turning too. So
2: I was about to say, yeah, it's, becoming a vampire would definitely make be, him a lot more active. Yeah, yeah. But we could write him as a really passive vampire. That could be really funny.
0: Because that was what I took yeah. from the the first part was that he. You know, he just got... and just got done explaining, like, you know, you you might have some trouble controlling your anger as a vampire. And this guy who was really chill, like, that was the one thing you did force him into, was he then murdered a bunch of people on his doorstep. Yeah. Like, you didn't well, yeah. make that ambiguous. He but did. he had...
1: Because he, he had good reason so I, to. Th- they were incents.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but... No, I, I I then took that to be like the inciting action for the story. Yeah. So I figured, yeah. I mean, everything had to revolve around that. You can't you can't just leave that. So yeah, yeah.
2: and like yeah, the inciting action. It feels like he they they like you know character gets a thing, and like that new changed part of them is what propels them into the into the second world. They leave the first world, yeah. go to the second world. Um, yeah. so yeah, and then the third. So the second act is him being just super pissed all the time and fighting <laughs> Anne and and showing his dick to that one guy and all kinds of stuff so um, like you know in the second world there's all that happening yeah. so then for the mm-hmm. synthesis for the third part of the story I have to bring them both together you know reason and yeah. dicks <laughs> and yoga definitely going to go into the yoga thing
0: yeah yeah I I knew he I knew he was a bit of a nudist so I, I expected it yeah, on Yeah,
2: yeah. Quite bold of <laughs> him not? to do it in the train. I was expecting him to get walked in on by like a mother and child or the security guard. <laughs> yeah,
1: not a flock of bats that turned into a vampire.
2: <laughs> well, hey, good yeah. subversion.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, I mean, he, in the first story, he invites a woman into his house. Because, <laughs> yeah. He has no idea. And he immediately goes and gets naked. Like, he's like, this is not my problem. He was already in my house. Right? Yeah. No, no, no. He was. No, yeah. He he got dressed and naked multiple times
2: in Jared's story. Yeah, he really did. Does a robe really count as getting dressed, though? I'm pretty sure he wore a robe at one point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Which he then removed. Yeah. No, he's. He's looking
0: for any chance he can to just get nude Oh yeah. Again, so, yeah, yeah. as soon as he's alone, I think that's just what happens, so. <laughs> he's got a problem.
1: Maybe that's what part three can right. be. He takes Anne to a nudist colony as an apology. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe he starts a nudist yeah. colony, who knows? Yeah.
0: I don't know. <laughs> a colony... Shoot, is that what you call a a large grouping of bats, that is.
2: Yep. I'm gonna yeah, ask a, Bat
0: Lady. A group of bats is a colony. Why not a nudist colony? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> and he teaches
2: them all the one trick of turning into a bat. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, Regardless, I'm gonna have a whole lot of fun writing the uh, writing, yeah. writing story. I am can't
0: wait. I hope so. We get started on that yeah. today, actually. Well... Thank you, too, for participating in uh, my story this week. Thank you, everyone at home, for listening. I had a lot of fun writing it. I can't wait to hear how it finishes. Make sure to uh, rate and review on the iTunes. Just, you know, help us out.
1: All that good
0: stuff. All that good stuff. And until next time, Bye. Bye. Bye.